Common Sense Commuter Traffic. Reality Check Live. Harry Harrison here with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can follow us on all social media across the board at Go Harrison. I want to tell you about something that is so cool. A lot of us are driving in our cars right now, and we're thinking about the same old grind. Many of us, especially in Los Angeles, are entrepreneurs. We have a big entertainment industry. People don't have full-time jobs. They have gigs. And then there's something called new, N-E-W, new-collar jobs. And there are millions of these available around the country, particularly here in California. There are 16 million in the U.S., particularly here in California. And there's going to be 16 million of these new-collar jobs in the United States by 2020. You see, as industries from manufacturing to health and agriculture, all of them get reshaped by computer science. Good jobs are actually being created. Jobs that are going to demand new skills are going to require post-secondary degrees, but not necessarily from what you and I might have experienced, a four-year college. I want to introduce to you a capable woman full of fire and thunder and lots of smarts and creativity. Her name is Jennifer Ryan Crozier, and she leads the IBM Corporate Citizenship, overseeing the company's contributions of technology and talent to help governments, nonprofits, communities, all of them, to tackle some of the world's most difficult societal challenges. In other words, the stuff you and I deal with every day. And under Ms. Crozier's leadership, IBM is now combining talent and technology to address global health disparities, to reinvent education, to prepare young people for 21st century jobs, and to blaze new trails in citizen diplomacy. This is exactly our mission here. She's already done it, so there's a lot to be learned from Jennifer Ryan Crozier. And I want to welcome you so much to Reality Check Live. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I am improved by the music of your voice. Well, thank you. That's nice to hear. Isn't that how we should all talk to each other? We're so glad to have you here because one of the things we search for in the world are people who are able, willing, creative, and passionate enough to actually make a difference, to change policy, to change the way stuff works. And we all know that the old system that many of us are still living in, that's literally hundreds of years old, that kind of system, it went away with the iPhone. It went away with a mouse pad. It went away with streaming video. You come from IBM. And you've put together this wonderful, we'll call it an initiative called P-Tech, where you've taken people into schools. And if I'm not incorrect, 600% success rate different from people who didn't do what you're doing. And let's get into what is it you're doing here? Oh, terrific. Well, thanks so much. That's a great lead-in. And I am fortunate to work for a company, IBM, that is focused on both cloud computing and AI, which are two technological forces that really are changing the way the world works in every conceivable way. And what that means is that we need people who have the right skills to work in the new kinds of jobs that are being created by those technologies. Um, We call them new-collar jobs because they're not really white-collar, they're not blue-collar, they're new-collar. They're really good paying jobs, um, but they may not require a four-year degree, but they do require skills. And we know that the United States is facing a major skills crisis. So you probably know we have half a million IT jobs sitting open in the U.S. right now, and yet we only graduate about 50,000 people with computer science degrees every year. And so that leaves a major gap. And so P-TECH was created to help fill that gap, and, and we began designing it many years ago. 
Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can follow us on all social media at Go Harrison. We're also on a variety of FMs and AMs up and down the coast of California. We're in New York City. We're in Washington, D.C. in the president's own backyard and picking up stations and affiliates on both commercial and public stations on a daily basis. We're talking right now to a woman who has really created a brand new model that has taken, uh, let's just take Brooklyn. We're talking about a concentrated population base where it's very difficult to corral everybody to go in the same direction. And through this P-TECH, as what it's called, P-T-E-C-H, they are now letting kids graduate at an accelerated rate that now are ready for the modern world. These new-collar jobs and the success rate is kind of over the top. And this is the part to pay attention to. It's not that you just come out with a good, solid C+. You come out with real skills able to meet the new world. And and for those of us, uh, and we have certainly on our drive time, we have people that are going to be greater than 50 years old who may not really understand why uh, new-collar jobs are that important. And then you have people under 30 listening who say, this is exactly what I want. We're here in California. We are the sixth largest economy on the planet, and I believe your initiative is heading this way. It is. So the P-TECH model, which is a grade 9 through 14 school, started in Brooklyn seven years ago. And when I say grade 9 through 14, it's a standard public high school. Students begin open enrollment, any student in grade 9. They take a lot of the same classes our, your kids are taking. Other kids are taking calculus and math and language and social sciences. But at the same time, they're taking college courses. And so at the end of six years, they're graduating not only with their high school diploma, but with an associate's degree. And what that does that's so critical is it prepares them, it makes them college and career ready. So some of those students may decide to go on and get a four-year degree. They'll do that having the first two years paid for because P-TECH is free. You get that associate's degree at no cost to the student. But others will decide that they're ready to go on for a job, and they have the skills that they need to compete in areas like cybersecurity or analytics or computer science and companies like mine waiting to hire them. We're talking to right now to Jennifer Ryan Crozier. She is uh, with IBM. She is with P-TECH. This is part of her creation. And what she's just said, and I'm going to jump on this uh, because it's powerful, free, free education. Well, the P-TECH model is, is really entirely free, and it's not just brought to you by corporate America. P-TECH is a partnership. It's a partnership between the public school system in the state, the community college, and also business, and not just IBM. We designed the model, but there are now over 450 other companies, big companies and small ones, that are part of P-TECH. So what does that mean? What does the company bring to the table? Well, we offer mentors for every student in a P-TECH school. Those students get to go to workplace experiences. They see our research facilities and our manufacturing plants. Those students get paid internships the summer after their third or fourth year, which is so critical to having a chance to see if business is right for them. And then importantly, companies, including IBM, stand first in line to hire those students when they graduate with their associate's degree. All right, we'll be back after this. The next sounds you hear will be that of our stations breaking. Reality Check Live.
News. Reality Check. Recap. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik, and this is your American Minute. Think the rent is too darn high? Well, the cost of rent nationwide is actually decreasing, but only for the wealthy. The Washington Post reports that a glut in construction of high-end luxury housing has forced rent lower for society's top earners in most large cities across the nation, yet rent for working-class Americans has continued to rise unabated, in some places skyrocketing as much as 50% since 2011. Many advocates blame city officials in major metropolises for prioritizing the construction of luxury units over new affordable housing under the theory that better, cheaper housing options would trickle down to low-income residents. But just like with economics in general, trickle down doesn't really work with housing either. And here's some cold comfort for residents of Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Houston, and Miami. If you live in any of those four cities, rest assured that rent is continuing to increase for absolutely everyone at every economic level all the time. And now for your World Minute. A recent papal edict on capital punishment retains the long-held position of the Catholic Church opposing executions worldwide, but Pope Francis moved the needle even further, changing the Church's previous permission of capital punishment only in rare and extreme cases to now stand as an emphatic ban on the death penalty without exception. Time magazine reports that the change will only be a problem in one Western nation because the only Western democracy to still put prisoners to death is the United States. In fact, only 19 U.S. states still sentence offenders to capital punishment, making for awkward times in Nebraska, Texas, and Idaho, all of which have sitting governors who claim to be both staunch Catholics and proponents of the death penalty. Multiple U.S. studies have shown no difference in crime rates between states that do and do not put prisoners to death, and 88% of American criminologists agree that the death penalty has no deterrent effect on violent crime. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik. Recap Reality Check Live. RealityCheckLive.org. Carrie Harrison here with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. Hey, I want you just to take a moment and go to mypublicmedia.org. I'm going to say it again, mypublicmedia.org, mypublicmedia.org. Throw a couple of bucks at this show. Here's why. You've heard our Reality Check recaps. You know the quality of news that we bring you. We're training a team of interns how to do journalism, how to make broadcast radio, and actually bringing these young voices onto the radio, a place that has been locked out for 20 years and currently an impossible place for any young person to be able to cut their teeth. As many of us have been in radio for quite a while, we did get that opportunity once upon a time. If you want to see these young people and you want to hand them that baton and train these next generations to take over and prevent truth decay and bring you the kind of content, the kind of voices, and the kind of animated energy that you deserve, that you require, willing to do that research, that sourcing, and avoid and bypass fake news, then please go to mypublicmedia.org mypublicmedia.org fully tax deductible of course it is after all a public radio product as is this show in this first ever hybrid with our favorite kcaa nbc regional stations mypublicmedia.org mypublicmedia.org Jennifer Ryan Crozier leads IBM's corporate citizenship, which oversees the company's contributions of technology and talent to help governments, nonprofits, and communities to tackle some of the world's most difficult societal challenges. We've got people driving right now that are white collar, that are uh, blue collar, that are pink collar, especially in my neighborhood. And you're talking about new collar. So help us understand what new collar is. 
So new collar is a new category of jobs, middle skill jobs that don't necessarily require a four-year college degree. You could you could get one with a four-year college degree, but you could probably do it with a two-year degree. What's really critical is the skills. So these are new jobs. If you look at economic data, it's the fastest growing category of jobs in the country. And it's not just in IT. It's in a whole range of different industries. And we right now don't have the skills that are needed to fill those jobs. So as a country, one of the things that we're looking at is how do we help young people to prepare for those jobs of the future? And how do we help people later in their career to reskill and constantly be learning and evolving so that they can get those kind of jobs as well? And IBM is really committed to both of those places. Um, I know this is a big issue in California as it is in every state, and we are so thrilled um, that thanks to Senator Portantino's leadership and a bipartisan bill in your state legislature, PTEC will be coming to California, and Governor Brown signed $10 million worth of support to support the model soon. That opens up the door to ask, how do people get involved? Because this is exactly the right musical note to play exactly right now in 2018 going into 2019. Terrific. Well, we are very excited to partner with communities across California. So you can go to ptech.org online to learn all about the model, the existing schools, what's working there, and see if this is something that you're interested in bringing to your community. And if it is, then you can reach out to us or you can reach out to legislators in your state, education leaders in your state, and start thinking about how do we get started. So people are going to, I'm just going to read people's minds. They're going to say, well, it works great in Brooklyn, but Brooklyn and L.A., eh, not exactly the same. Yeah. What started as one school in Brooklyn in 2011, this fall we will have 112 PTEC schools open across eight states in the United States, as well as Australia, Morocco, and Taiwan. This is a model that works in urban communities, in rural communities, in poor and rich, in the U.S. and beyond, because every one of those locations is facing the same challenge of needing skills. And what does the average student look like? It's, it's hard to sort of wrap your head around it. When you say school now, we actually don't even know anymore. Are you talking about this is a, basically a, a ubiquitous program that embraces all the kids, no matter who they are? Yeah, P-TECH schools are really targeted toward historically underserved communities. So um, low-income communities, uh, very high population of students of color, uh, large percentages of students who would qualify for free or reduced lunch. Many of our students are the first in their family to graduate from high school or certainly to go on to college. And that's exciting for us um, because we know that there's just an enormous amount of talent in those communities. And when talent meets opportunity, we all win. Maybe at some point we can get one of your graduated students on and uh, talk about what that experience was like. And what, oh, we would love that. We've got so many kids here in L.A. I mean, you, you really can't count them all, and the volume of people that move into California on a daily basis is extraordinary. So I'm sure that would help a lot of parents also put the push. Uh, we have great relationships with our uh, legislature here, and I think you can Absolutely. get a lot of love out of this. And California, of course, has such an incredibly rich portfolio of education programs, linked learning and pathways programs, and uh, what a tremendous community college system you have under Eloy Oakley's leadership. So we're very excited to be a part of the next chapter, and we think that PTEC can really add to a tremendous portfolio that's already there. 
So let's just end with this question, and we're talking again to the IBM Foundation president, Jennifer Ryan Crozier. She's put together P-TECH. It is uh, some years in now. It is coming to California. It is going to change much of the landscape here, give us the much-needed upgrade that we actually want and have had difficulties figuring out how do we get from A to B, and now B is here and available. And we're going to get into this at another time, how we can better get to B. Uh, also, we're going to post on our website uh, things from P-TECH.com. Org, so you know which legislator to call and how to help get this into action. But Jennifer, why? where's the passion point for this? Did you just wake up on a Thursday night and go, yeah, this is a great idea? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, there's so many people around the country that are working on this issue. And um, I think the passion is about partnership and about schools and, and community college and business really all coming together to surround the young people of our country because they need it. You know, they need it. We have a skills gap. Students aren't being adequately prepared. And all of us, regardless of where we work or what we do, need to surround kids with the support and resources they need to be successful in the next uh, chapter of American life. Brilliant. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and for bringing, really, a bright light in a sea of low lumens. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Jennifer Ryan Crozier leads IBM's Corporate Citizenship, which oversees the company's contributions of technology and talent to help governments, nonprofits, and communities to tackle some of the world's most difficult societal challenges. Reality Check Live. Carrie Harrison with you, and I want you to join me to Puglia, Italy. Right off the bat, I'm going to let you know it's an LGBT-friendly tour because who else could come up with something this cool? You'll reside for a week in the beautifully restored 14th century Villa Capelli, perched next to the fabled Appian Way. You'll visit medieval towns and villages, ranging from Adriatic coastal fishing ports to inland market towns. You'll relax by our private clothing-optional pool in the villa's courtyard and enjoy a complimentary cocktail hour every evening. You'll sample local delicacies prepared in the villa's kitchen using olive oil produced at the villa and exported to gourmet shops. You'll taste wine produced at the villa and sample the vintage of nearby vineyards. And you'll meet neighbors who rarely see tourists and who enjoy mingling with the guests. By the way, the top floor of the villa has three rooms that share a huge living room and one bath, which could be a fun location for friends traveling together. I'm talking about a very authentic Italian experience without any tourist traps. You'll see few other foreign visitors as you immerse yourself in the slower pace of life in Puglia. So join me this October for a trip you will never forget. Here's all you do. There's an easy website, publicradiotours.com, publicradiotours.com, publicradiotours.com. I'm also going to give you our toll-free number. It's simple, 800-825-9766, 800-825-9766. I'll say it again, 800 800- 825-9766. Now that you know it's an 800, just remember, 825-9766. 825-9766. So you've got an important...